Welcome back to the 4th Liners podcast. We have a pretty interesting episode today. Before we start, we wanted to say thank you to everybody commenting and liking the video on YouTube. That, that means a lot. We love to see comments. You've uh, you've got some some names there, Jake. Yeah, it's it's it feels really good to see some support. You know, we try our best on this podcast. We're just having fun talking hockey, but seeing your guys' support wants us to to inspires us to do more. Um, we got um, a few comments, very supportive comments. Uh, Nate Dog, I mean Nathan G Man, commented, "This deserves more views and likes." We uh, strongly agree with that. We'd like a lot Damn of more views straight, and likes. Son. Um, Damn straight. We'll try our best. Um, we'll try to grow our audience. And then we have another one from Mythic Brady, which he has his own uh, highlight clip YouTube channel, which is pretty decent. You know, I, I watched a few videos. Why don't you go subscribe to him, Mythic Brady? Uh, he said he's a noob sub to us and he loves it. So why not do sub to him and love him too? The fact that Sportsnet hasn't picked us up yet just shows how... Man, I'm how, shocked. Which is better? How out of touch they are. Which is you know? better, TSN or Sportsnet? Uh, I mean, I used to really like TSN. Like, I really liked the panel, like, with James Duffy and yeah. Bob McKenzie and stuff like that. But honestly, like, with the way Bell's been, like, laying people off, I, I gotta say I'm more of a Sportsnet guy now. Yeah, they had they laid off um, Dan O'Toole recently, a, a big name for tsn but uh i'm more of a tsn guy i gotta say like i i agree with the layoffs from bell but i i just like the panel better bob mckenzie james duthie darren dreger i'm just a fan of tsn and even the look of them a little bit of less bias there probably yeah a little bit less bias but you know Um, i miss the score bring back the score the score you know that's where um sid six six zero yeah that's where he started so the score do they even still have a channel i really couldn't tell you <laughs> i i like i'm a huge nerd so i watch um i watch their esports stuff on youtube all the time okay. like they have like uh the score esports where they cover uh stories and stuff from uh you know the world of esports and it's really good like it's really good so if you're in esports definitely check that out but i get into esports yeah, I well, with your new PC, you, you should. Yeah, the new PC is up and running. Man, the RGB legs look great. I can see inside of the, the PC. I, I have to tell you, I don't know what everything is inside of the PC, but I've been told I have a good graphics card. So it's all it's all right. It's all right, you know. It, it, it was good for the it was it was good for the current market and price. It's exactly. twenty sixty, right? Yeah, yeah. It, I, yeah, like it's whatever. Hard, yeah, hard whatever you say. I don't know what that means. I'll learn eventually. I'm a, I'm a newbie to the PC family, you know the, but I'm getting a 2060 is new just setup. A, it's just it's the, it's from the 20 series and it's it's too below the best one. Oh, see, the more you know, I'm learning. The more you know, I have a 2070, so like I you know have oh. a better graphics card than you. So like, what are you like? Well, I'll just come. I'll just, I'll just I'll just come steal yours, you know. Yeah. I come. I was just I about to say where know. you I live. Don't, I, don't, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think you'd know how to take it out. No, probably not. You know, I have a <laughs> screwdriver and a wrench, but I don't know if that'd do it. So you do not need either of those things to take out a I'll just smash your PCs. Oh yeah, you got an Allen key too. I bet to get into the case. Yeah, I got right? a lot of Allen keys from IKEA. Yeah, make sure. Yeah, make sure you bring a hammer to get into the case. You know. <laughs> oh. Um. Oh my god, it's a wrench. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a car. 
I'll get up and I'll I'll get it open one way or another. Oh my god, I'm never gonna let you live that down. I, you know what? Get my graphics card out Man. with a, with a wrench and a screwdriver. I can just imagine the comments right now, all the PC fans oh, just cringing, cringing. I'm learning, right. ladies and gentlemen. I'm learning. Yeah, you don't need any tools to get any components out of a PC besides some screws that attach the motherboard to the all right. to okay. the case. I'll, so now you know. I'll, I'll keep that in mind when I'm getting your graphics card. I'm, I'm telling you right now, you're not going to be able to figure it out. All right. Yeah, you, then you're probably right. Yeah. You might be able to pull out my RAM sticks. You know what? I don't even know what that is, so I wouldn't even know where oh. to look for that. Oh, man. Bryce, right. we're going to have after we're going to have a lesson after this podcast. Yeah, honestly, you're going to I'm going to need you to turn on your webcam after the podcast and I'm gonna, you're going to point at things and I'm going to tell you what they are. Webcam, eh? <laughs> Do you not have one? Actually, no. I've been looking at them, but they're a little pricey. Bro, okay, so I have a Logitech C920, which is, like, one of the better webcams. There's, okay. like, a couple newer versions now, but, it, it like, when I bought it, it was, like, a top-of-the-line webcam. Okay. Um, so, since COVID, uh, because everybody now is doing Zoom meetings, for some reason, all these people thought that they needed some HD webcam for their freaking <laughs> Zoom meetings. It's like, why? Didn't want why? Snapchat quality. That. You don't need that. Like, and now the price is like, I bought my webcam for 80 bucks. Now how much is it? Now this? they're like 200. Like 200. <laughs> because, because idiots are like, I need the best webcam, bro, because I'm, I drive a Maserati and I'm a businessman. Like, get out of here, bro. We don't care what you drive. I don't care what I you drive. drive. I drive a Toyota Venza. Best car ever. Oh, it's a mom. Nice. It's a mom car. Dude, I was pricing out my dream car the other night. Oh, were you? What is that? Alpha Romeo Julia TI Sport. Jeez. Look it up. Look it up. You're going to send me a link to that. I will. All right. Okay, hockey. This is a hockey podcast. This is a hockey podcast. We got way off topic there. This is a hockey podcast. Okay, yeah. so uh, I think uh, the most uh, important issue uh, going around the league right now is uh, Tom Wilson being an absolute criminal blood crazy murderer against the new york rangers what do you think about that what a goof a goon what a goof man people people are are, are outraging after all this after this incident that happened last night they're playing each other again tonight so i can imagine what's going to happen during the game definitely watching that tonight to see um i can tell you some some fights are going to happen i i I don't think anything will happen like what Tom Wilson did to Bushnevich and Panarin. Um, do, you, do you know how the league could have avoided a total shit show that could potentially happen tonight? Suspended him. If they suspended him. Literally, it, he's been suspended so many times, I don't get why this is an exception not to be suspended. Bro, like, okay, so if you haven't seen the clip, basically, here's the breakdown. Uh, Bushnevich is is wrestling in front of the net with, with, with Wilson, and Bushnevich ends up on the ice. And Wilson thinks it's appropriate to punch him in the side of the face when he's down on the ice. So, obviously, the Rangers all react to that. They all jump Wilson. Bushnevich gets up. He's fine, okay? Thankfully. And then Panarin and Wilson start getting into it, and Wilson slams Panarin down onto the ice and ends his season. What are you doing, man? See, that 
when he punched Bruchnevich at like the side of the face or whatever, the back of the head, you know what that reminds me of? I know you're a fan of him, Todd Bertuzzi. Oh, no. Todd Bertuzzi, <laughs> Bertuzzi Crunch. Is that is that part of your yeah. part of your name? Is that why it's Bertuzzi Crunch? One hundred percent. But yeah, it reminds me of that, and he ruined that kid's. Career. I have a very hot take. I have a very hot take about that incident. So do you though. do you do you think it's similar to this one or no? Not really. Yeah. Like, like what? Like like okay, there were reasons leading up to why Bertuzzi did what he did. I'm not saying it was right, but there were there there was reasons. I, which I'm and sure there was. Like, and, like, Bushnevich was just trying to get a loose puck or whatever and, and ended up wrestling with Wilson. Yeah, there was and, no like, reason all, for he's it. He's already down. Like, I'm not going to say, like, Wilson's actions were not nearly as bad as Bertuzzi's actions. Like, I want to be clear. Like, I'm not saying this is the Bertuzzi more incident, like, of 2021. It's not, okay? Like, it's not, it's not as bad. But it's still really freaking bad, especially for this era of NHL. See, like to punch a player when he's down on the ice, that's that's seventies stuff. Like, why are we doing that? It's like we're in the movie Goon or Slapshot. Like, it's not realistic. Oh. And Tom Wilson, the thing is, what he did, he went after two vulnerable players. One Bushnevich didn't even know what was coming behind him, just Tom Wilson's fist, which probably hurts because he's a big guy, a big tough guy. Um, and then he takes Panarin to the ground, ending his season, which he had no helmet on. He's vulnerable. You don't touch a guy unless you're in a fight with no helmet on. It, what if he hit his head the wrong way and killed him? Like it honestly could have went, gone to that extreme. And Dude, that happens. That happens. Exactly. And Tom Wilson at the, when he was in the box, Jersey off and everything flexing, flexing his at chest the Rangers. Out. And what is this goof doing? Was he on drugs or something? Like, like most guys would like realize what they just did, and they would sit in the box and think, "Oh crap, I'm about to yeah, get like, suspended." Yeah, like oh shit, I fine. messed up. Yeah, like you know, he had no remorse. Done for the season, like no remorse. It, I don't, I don't know. Like it, it it's not he, fair. He needed to be suspended. Yeah, I agree. For, like. Five games i mean and then, and then you know you could talk about george peros who is you know a former tough guy in the league went to princeton for some reason and now he's the head of player safety it's like dude you've been making bad decisions for years now like what it, it, the, the department of player safety isn't the skeleton crew it used to be like it's a serious component of the nhl like why why are you why are you finding somebody $5,000 who makes $5 million a year and that's it? And now you're going to have a potential crapshoot tonight with the Rangers versus the... Like, like Washington should sit should sit him. Honestly. George Peros looks like he's in the 70s still with his mustache and hair. Yeah. <laughs> dude, the Rangers have nothing to lose, man. The Rangers aren't making the playoffs. Okay, Washington is. So what if what if the Rangers are really angry about this, which I'm sure they are, and decide, hey, let's go goon up Ovechkin. Oh, he's not playing, right? Ovechkin's still hurt, right? I think so, yeah. Ovechkin's still you hurt. You can't really you can't really goon up Ovechkin. He's a tough guy. Let's yeah. go goon up Backstrom. Let's yeah. go let's go let's go goon up uh um Oh my god, their goalie's name. Uh Samsonov or Vanacek. Vanacek. Let's go goon up Vanacek, you know? Like let let's hurt one of them back. Like what if that happens? Like Washington should sit Wilson themselves. Yeah, 
I, I agree. It would be a good PR move for them, man. It would be, and it would be the right thing to do. And with no, ex- I, I, just, I just don't get how this play doesn't get a suspension. Some fans are outraging, saying, how many chances is this guy going to get in the NHL before he really kills someone and or really hurts them, ending their career or putting them in a wheelchair, right? And it, it sucks because Wilson is actually a really good player. Yeah, he doesn't need to do this. No, like he has the perfect mix of toughness and scoring ability. He doesn't need to do this extra crap. Like, don't be a goon, man. Just just be a, a guy who's super tough, big, and can score, you know, and like can stand up for his teammates, right? Because there's lots of people who think fighting doesn't belong in hockey. It, it absolutely does. Okay, hockey hockey's such a fluid sport with so much going on. The referees are never going to be able to see anything. Players need to be able to 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 enforce a certain amount of respect. Because if if you don't have fighting, you're going to have guys taking all sorts of cheap shots all the time. Matt Cooks are going to be all over the place because <laughs> there's no con- Torres. There's, there's, exactly, there's no consequence, right? So you need to have fighting so so if you if you go to lay out a rookie who is 40 pounds smaller than you in the back of your mind you need to know like oh crap dude ryan reeves is gonna kill me if i do this like fighting belongs in the sport but punching players who are not fighters by the way bushnevich is not a fighter when he's down on the ice against a team who's not making the playoffs why yeah why i i I totally agree and it's just I agree with you. Fighting does be- belong in hockey, and I I think it solves a lot of violence and it prevents a lot of violence in the league because you get the frustrations out, you stick up for your teammate, um, and you answer the fight. It's it, it it's a good middle ground for something worse happening. And what Tom Wilson did, he wasn't even standing up for his goalie. Like Bruce Navish didn't even poke at him or anything. He was just going for the rebound, and he fell and. Wilson saw the opportunity. He could have resisted. He could have not done that. And and like you said, the Rangers aren't making the playoffs. And they're not competing for a spot with Washington. Washington's already clinched a spot. What was the what was the whole purpose of this? It just to show that you're a tough guy? Man, this is this is a joke. Tom Wilson is a joke. And I just got so frustrated watching this because he really could have injured someone and ruined their career. And that's just that's upsetting for me. And another thing I want to point out. George Peros is from Washington, or he was born in Washington. So was he a Washington fan? <laughs> that's a, that. I think that's a really hot take. That is a hot. Take. I don't. <laughs> that is. I don't, that I is. Don't, I don't think we could say George Peros didn't suspend Wilson because he's a Washington fan. I just think George Peros might still see the game through through the lens of of when he played, right? Because he yeah. played in what the 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 two thousands, which was a very yeah. He was drafted in nineteen ninety nine by the LA Kings. Yeah, very gritty hard-nosed era right and so maybe he's still looking at the league through that lens yeah but like the modern nhl man it's it's not it's not supposed to be like that like no it complain people complain all the time that the league is too soft okay it's not all right we don't want we don't want people killing each other like they did in the 70s like they did in the late 90s like they did in the mid 2000s like we don't want that okay we want tough hockey where guys, if, if two guys decide to throw down and they consent to it together and one of them isn't face down on the ice, I think that should still be able to happen, okay? I'm not a fan 
of one-dimensional goons. I don't like players who can who, who are only there to fight. I think that's silly. But I think guys like Tom Wilson are a good thing to have because they're tough guys who can score, except when they want to do absolutely insane, crazy stuff like this. It Like, it, how do you lose that much control? You know, like, you know your role, man. You, you're you a point-producing guy, and you're big and you're tough, and to just punch guys who are down on the ice, I think it's insane. For no reason, too. Like, for no reason. I don't know, man. Did you see Did you see George LaRock's uh, Instagram post? Man, I'd love to see George LaRock just knock out Tom Wilson. He wouldn't stand that's a chance. What that's what he said, dude. He tweeted at the, the Rangers and uh, actually uh, tagged Wilson in the post. He was like, "Hey Rangers, if you want to sign I me, mean, to a, if you want to sign me to a one-day contract, I'll sort out Tom Wilson for you." I'm sure he would. I'm a, I'd be afraid of George LaRock, man, legend. George LaRock is oh my god. There's, there's an That's example. There's a great example of uh, a tough guy in the NHL where he he was there to fight, right? And yes, the NHL does have an enforcer rule, which um, is teams generally do not carry more than one player whose primary role is. Uh, the role of an enforcer so not anymore not anymore no i'm saying like teams don't oh like, yeah yeah not don't. anymore yeah i was just reading that from google um but it says enforcers well, can inf- either play forward or defense although they are most frequently used as wingers and isn't tom wilson a winger but yes, he's not on the fourth line though that's a rule well, he's not he's not an enforcer yeah i know he's not labeled as an enforcer but he really like who like there's only like i can only think of one legitimate enforcer left in the league and that's ryan reeves yeah and even he scores sometimes right so he uh, like the the days of the one dimensionals are are, are gone man like you can't afford to have john a john scott who can, who, exactly the john scotts man the the wade belaks the the colton Orr's. like those those I, lo- I love colton Orr. right and like the Oh, sorry, I swore. I'll I'll beep that out. The the Tim Sestitos, you know, um, PG thirteen. Yeah, uh, we've never talked about this. Are we allowed to swear? I I don't know. I said I said shit earlier, so oh, I just said it uh, again. Well, I mean, we could well, beep it maybe out. Maybe I'll just I'll beep out the f word. All right, yeah. That I mean, yeah. There's a line with the cross, and there's a line t- Tom Wilson could have crossed, and he crossed it. So. Um, well, since we're beeping things out, Tom Wilson, you're a f-ing idiot. Yeah, you're you're a idiot. See, I'll do it for you right now. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, you're thank welcome. you for saving me time in the edit. Exactly. I know. I know it's a. Str- I know it's a long process. So, <laughs> might as well. Um, yeah, I know. I would love to see George George Larock step in. Me too. And and sort that sort that guy out. But I hey, really th- we're, we're gonna see. We're going to see what happens tonight, man. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It's, there's going to be fights. There's, I don't know if anyone's getting injured. I really hope that doesn't happen. Like Panarin, it's sad. He, that's their best player. He's he's also had an incident this this season with um, speaking against Putin and oh, that boy. threat against his family. And Careful. Careful. Don't don't speak oh. about Putin. Okay, you have to bleep that out, too. Right. You have to bleep that out. We, don't want, we don't want anything crazy. <laughs> Who on the Rangers could beat up Tom Wilson? I'm looking right now um chris Kreider. oh yeah man people don't like people don't like chris Kreider. who runs into goalies but i mean whatever tom wilson just did not that was so uncalled for he did not need to do that and he gets fined five thousand dollars and he's making a lot more than five thousand dollars and i don't know what why the nhl thinks five thousand dollars is a lot of money 
Um, so I do think George per- uh, George Peros, I don't know if he's fit for the role anymore. I think he's too one-minded into that old style of hockey, and that's how he makes decisions, and it, it's affecting players' safety. And you see a lot of guys that come from after, like they retired of the NHL, and they're having brain injuries, they're having schizophrenia, they're having... They can't sleep because they have headaches every time, like every second of the day. And who who wants to live like that? And you want a job, like say if you're working at um, any warehouse or anything, and you get injured, you, there's a protection plan. There's, you know, there's a, something you can go to. The NHL should have the same thing. It's their career. It's their path that they went. They should be safe yeah. too, and not worry about goons like Tom Wilson. I, I, it's just frustrating to me to see that, like. And Tom Wilson, like, buddy, you don't have to, man. You had 44 points last year in a shortened season, like 21 goals. He's had 20 goals each, uh, like 13 goals this season, which he's, he's a decent player. He just does not, as so uncalled for, and the Rangers lost Panarin for the rest of the season for it, and he's Panarin's just, he doesn't deserve that. Puchnage, he was furious, and he, you just don't know what's going to happen. It's going to cause more violence the next game. Bro, the Rangers are wishing they still had Brendan Lemieux. Oh, my gosh. That was a weird trade to L.A. Yeah. Bro, so the Rangers got some some big guys here. Like, I'm not speculating he's going to beat up Tom Wilson. Um, Who do you think? Yeah. Kreider. Kreider is is big boy. Keandre Miller is a big boy, 6'5", 210. Um, Jacob Truba, 6'3", 209. That could be a good matchup. Yeah. I, I would like um, to see that. And they have this uh, Julian Gauthier, who's a, a he's a, a big, big boy, I'm, big guy. I'm pretty sure he's a he comes from a family of bodybuilders. So um, have have the Rangers like announced like their lineup for tonight? Like, have we has anybody been inserted or called up from the taxi squad? Who I might wouldn't be, a little be surprised. Bit I wouldn't be surprised, and I'd love to see that. I like I I don't want Tom Wilson to be injured. Like I I, I kind of do, but I I don't want to see the same thing happen to someone else. But. Like, come on! No, I never want to see anybody get injured. No, unless, you don't. You know, it, it's like unless it's like a Matt Cook or something. Or yeah, a, Matt Cook. He uh, that see that's a good Steve Moore. Yeah, Steve Moore. Steve Moore. <laughs> that's a guy. Yeah, 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 I know. He ruined his hot career. take. Loki kind of had it coming. Well, ruined what career, man? The guy was a career AHLer. It's so stupid. You know, I know that's a hot take. It's a debate for another day. It is honestly sensitive but, topic. Uh, yeah, well, I just read Brian Burke's book, okay? I'm on Brian Burke's side here. Brian, there's a beauty. Brian Burke, Berkey. He was GM of the Canucks at the time. Oh, what? Oh, okay. And he was saying, yeah, he didn't He didn't want Bertuzzi to do that, but they all hated Steve Moore. Well, yeah. I like, it, it's, it, 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 I don't know if it changes the fact of everyone hates him. If it's a tough guy, like, do you feel as bad if he gets injured? Probably not. Steve Moore wasn't even a tough guy, man. He was just a rat. Anyways, uh, enough enough of Tom Stupid Wilson. Uh, let's talk about a team that uh, entirely turned around its season. Yeah, you're mad, I know. <laughs> let's talk about a team that entirely turned around its season. I had completely written them off at the beginning of the year. I was like, oh, they're, they're bad. Dumpster fire. Uh, Nashville Predators. Uh, right now, they're sitting um, fourth in the Central Division. And they have a, a decent lead against Dallas, right? What's Dallas at? Fifty-six points, and Predators and are at sixty. So, oh, okay. few so games on them. Yeah, how many games in hand? Um, fifty-three games played for uh, Nashville and fifty-two for Stars. So, 
I mean, oh, that's close. It's very close. Um, if the Stars just decide to go on a winning streak, they could easily catch up to them. But the Predators, they've recently been amazing, and now that their players are point per game, which is surprising. But I think because they turned around their their game, and I, I the, at the trade deadline, you heard of Ekholm's going, Granlin's going, but then. They started to do better and better, and then they decided they didn't want to let go of those guys. Yeah, didn't let any of them go, yeah. So, I think a big factor in them turning around their season has been UC Saros with a .928 save percentage and a record of 20-10-0. and 0. Man, it's not Pekka Rene anymore. It's UC Saros for it's, that team. Yeah, Pekka, yeah the, the reign of Pekka Rene is <laughs> over, man. A fantastic career. Like, yeah. honestly, oh. I think a, a top... A top 10 goalie of, of his generation maybe top five i'd say pecorini was phenomenal but it's time for uc saros now and uh, and uh, i know that there, there were concerns with saros not being able to um make the, the step right to becoming a, a solidified number one but he's proven it this year no yeah i, I agree i picked him up in fantasy action he did he got i swear he won every game for me he, he was amazing like he went from like 50 percent owned to 82 percent owned and he was on the rise and and it's really come to show in the standings. And, I mean, maybe having Pekka Rene, um, a fellow fantastic Finn with him beside, uh, the, like an older guy to show him how to play. And funny Definitely story. Definitely the perfect, yeah, perfect per- partner for him. Perfect. It's like another dad, right, that he can have there. You need, <laughs> you need, you need that. You need, you need a dad on the team. You need Marlo, Thornton, a bunch of those guys. Chara, they're dads. And every NHL team needs a dad. And that's what Pekka Rene was for Yossi Soros. And funny story about Pekka Rene. I mean, yeah, I guess Pekka Rene, he also said that he doesn't want to go to a team that can win the Stanley Cup. He wants to retire as a predator where he spent his whole career. And, you know, I give, I give credit for him. And that, that takes a lot to actually just stay with a team. And you can tell how much he loves it there in Nashville. But a funny story about Pekka Rene, they, when they went to go scout for goalies or... Um, the Finnish league, Pekka Rene was just there. He just warmed up and they liked how he looked in the warm up. And then they kept scouting him, scouting him. And then they picked him in the eighth round. Oh, wow. Yep. Eighth round. Like last. He was the last. Last pick. And look how his career turned out. And I, I think Yossi Soros has really taken over that role. And I think Pecorini, it's not like a, it wasn't a battle between them. I think Pecorini knew he was getting older and he maybe they have a chance to go on a run in the playoffs now because of how they turned around the season. Pecorini, Pecorini fought off his age for so long. I mean, he's been, I mean, even up to last season, he was still good, you know, like as an, as an aging goalie, right? People, yeah, people thought he would have been done years ago. Right. And he continued to push on like what an amazing career from Rene. He won the Vesna not too long ago, a few years ago or a year ago. I, yeah. I don't remember when it was. But, yeah, like he, he still can contribute to the team, and he's not a bad goaltender. He's 38, which born in 1982, which seems uh, I don't forever ago. Um, but, yeah, he's been a top goaltender in the league for years. And um, But I, do you, here's, here's a fun fact. Fun here's fact. Fun I love fact. fun they're, facts. Their third goalie, Casimir Kaskasuo. Yep. He vlogs on YouTube. I've He's actually a full wa- vlogger. I subscribe to him. Oh yeah, I love him. I love that guy, man. He, he yeah. you don't see that in the NHL, really. You don't see that. No, no personalities allowed. No, 
but he he does it he shows the behind the scenes of like the bubble because he played for toronto last year and he yeah, showed dude, i was watching him uh going to practice and he opened up this fridge and just the team had made him a massive pre-made meal and he's like a vegan too so they like cater to that jeez it's like yeah luxury crazy. luxury he shows I the luxury know. of being in the nhl and he's a third oh goalie he's not like he's not a pecorena he's a third goalie he's on the taxi squad he's on the taxi squad so yeah i mean then that we I think, we can look I think at Nashville's a cool team though yeah we can look at their goaltenders like even their prospects um what's the what's their name of their their young goaltender ask askarov askarov he is supposed to be insane insanely good and they're they're set for the goaltenders Saros, he's still pretty young 26 so yeah so they're gonna have to make a decision I mean, what are they what are they gonna do here i mean you could you could make some uh yeah some some, some decent uh returns here with trading one of saros or askarov right and you think of the teams that need a goaltender in the league a young goaltender yeah. and yeah like I, yeah i don't know but maybe it'll come to it they want to cheap, keep saros and get rid of askarov and for both goaltenders you get a lot for them honestly um definitely man like it, it'll be that'll be interesting to see yeah and if they could save cap too with the goaltender why not you don't need an 11 yeah. million goaltender like Sergei Bobrovsky, right? Or Vas- no. well, Vasilevsky is pretty insane, but um, you don't need that goaltender. And like they have decisions there, and their recent turnarounds. I, I'm a fan of Nashville for the playoffs. It'll be fun to watch them, man. Ely Tolvanen. Uh, a lot of people were starting to doubt him. He's had a decent year: 22 points, 11 goals. Yeah, like for um, the longest time, like he. They waited for him to play on the team, and people are saying it's long awaited. And then now they're saying he's not as great, but yeah, he just came to the league, so I think he's going to be an amazing player. And he, I think they have a fan of, of the they're, the Nashville Predators are a fan of the Finnish players. Oh, definitely. Look at their roster, right? Yeah. Um, their their top scorer this year is Roman Yossi with thirty three points at negative eleven. I drafted him in fantasy hockey, and it was a rough start to the year for him. Yeah, but uh, Roman Yossi continues to be one of the best defensemen in the league, uh, no doubt in my mind. The closest guy they have to a point per game is Philip Forsberg, uh, thirty-one points in thirty-six games. He was—he's been hurt. He's actually playing tonight. I picked him up in fantasy. Go <laughs> <laughs> um, and get yeah. that win. Yeah, and then you have like just a lot of like Victor Arvidsson, definitely a down year. Like Arvidsson is supposed to be a thirty-goal scorer. He's only got ten goals this season yeah i mean that probably contributed to their their early struggles but you have like really good depth guys on this team like with cal yarncrock and mikhail granland i mean they 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 play their position well and they contribute yeah i mean they they've had some i guess their players that they wanted to contribute didn't contribute on early in the season but now they're starting to pick it up one player that is kind of disappointing to me is matt duchene um they i forgot he was on this team right he's on the third line and this is a guy yeah. that's supposed to be a first line center in the league he's being paid See, eight mil is they have two of those guys because they also have ryan johansson and none of them like, has lived up to their potential you see seth jones and ryan, jo- ryan johansson who would you rather take seth jones or ryan yes <laughs> right yeah and it, how how much is ryan johansson i think eight, eight mil running. as well i'm pretty sure yeah bro eight mil Ooh. eight mil for ryan johansson i mean he used to be insane he used to be a good used player 
used to be i think he's du- duchene and johansson both making eight billion 16 million dollars tied up in 31 points oh that's rough and imagine the players that you could get with that like like it's just insane and like i i just i don't i don't get i i think maybe that was the people only people that were available for them to get at the time and the demand for centers they wanted eight million dollars so they had to pay them but at the time it was a good move for them but at the time it made sense because ryan johansson was a top end guy magic shane's a top end guy and you think they're gonna come here and they're gonna you know fit in really nicely with arvidsson and um um oh my gosh his name philip forsberg yeah i mean but disappointing it is disappointing but i think they're starting to turn it around and like sometimes that happens for a team right where they just struggle but then when it comes to it does seattle take one of those guys oh yeah i see them taking ryan johansson i i over duchene i don't know like i i've it's it's hard to say because I don't know if Duchesne's having a worse season than Johansson, but I, I I like Duchesne better than Johansson. I just think Johansson's a little overrated because he's being paid so much, and so is Duchesne. But he's had better success, and I know Duchesne I mean, can be a decent they're player. Signed for a long time, dude. Duchesne yeah. signed until twenty twenty six. Johansson rough. signed till twenty twenty five. I mean, I don't even know if Seattle would want that. You know, that's the question, right? I mean, oh, if they got rid of one of those players, then their team wouldn't be as good, and that's kind of sad. That saying that that's one of those, those are two of their best players, and Forsberg supposed supposed to. Be. I mean, Philip Forsberg's nuts. Oh, he's like, insane! Absolutely, a huge player, huge deal from Yoshi, Washington. Yeah, well, they traded him. They got him for Martin Erat. E- e- <laughs> who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> i who? mean Erat was good no Erat he was. was good at the not, time but... not when they but like he was at the end of his career man and like why did washington give up on forsberg it's i don't so know weird. but and then you can argue washington has a cup but nashville doesn't i don't know man i i think like i don't know how nashville gets rid of either one of those con like they almost have to invest in them to try and make them better players but, yeah they could if, if seattle took them they could maybe make a trade with them and we'll give you this guy if you take him and take some cap off of our off of our belt because I, I can imagine they're not gonna they don't want those guys for that long. And you know, like, what if they're what gonna if they offer up like Askarov to take those contracts? <sighs> Ooh, yeah, because they they have Soros. I mean, mm, possibility. I don't know. Their defense core is actually insane. I have to say, like, what did what did Eric or Branson get on Nashville? I swear, Eric Branson's. When? Oh yeah, he's been on every single team. He's been on every single team in the NHL. <laughs> he's a six overall pick. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they have Connor Ingram too. Yeah, he's actually not bad. Connor Ingram. Who's 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 their good? Who are their prospects? I don't even know. I mean, I think Tolvanen was considered a prospect there. Um, well, yeah, Fabro's young guy. One of the biggest. Could be a good defenseman there. Um, it's a little bit of an older team that's on the NHL, but um, I don't think they have much. It's pretty sure they have a forward. In the, in the pipeline? Yeah, not, not a lot in the pipeline, but they will in a few years. Um, but they're a team that should be able to go for the cup. And that one year against Pittsburgh, I like you. You, it was kind of tough to see who would win. Like I, I'm a see Pittsburgh's my my um, my American favorite team. 
And then I have Toronto as my Canadian favorite team. I didn't know you were a Toronto fan. <laughs> yeah, did you know? Are you a Canucks fan? No. No, I'm a Calgary Flames fan. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Spicy. Didn't, did that? No, did I that? Stand Calgary. No, were I got to throw up when you said that? that. I got to retract that. I'm a Canucks fan. Right. Dude, um, Nashville's window, long gone. A, a few years ago, absolutely a cup contending team. Uh, now, no way. No. Yeah, they were one of the best teams in the league, I'd have to say. Like, Maybe if Johansson and Duchesne were playing their potential. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if they were if they were still top players in the league, because Johan- Johansson was like, um, when he was on Columbus, he was supposed he was a high like rated prospect. He was supposed to be their their savior. That he got traded for Seth Jones. He he only really scored in his first two seasons, I think. Yeah, no, and and, and then after that, the goal screen like, hold on, do they have all of his? Here we go. Um. It's a big guy. Okay, okay. So he played. He played his first two years, and he had like mediocre points, right? Because he's young. Yeah. And then in thirteen fourteen, he had thirty three goals, thirty assists. Breaking out. Fourteen fifteen. Fourteen fifteen. Twenty six goals, forty five assists, seventy one points. Like two really good seasons, right? And that's what put him on the map. And then after that, bro, uh, twenty fifteen, he had six goals with Columbus, and then he was traded to Nashville, and then he had eight goals. The assists were still there. Yeah. Okay. So he was still valuable. But then 14 goals, 15 goals, 14 goals, 14 goals. And the points have been declining and declining. And now he's down to 20 and 45 games. Like, there's just what there's nothing there. It's like he has two good seasons and then he drops two good seasons. Then he drops. And that's what kind of got him traded from Columbus. And I can see that happening again with Nashville. But with that contract, it's going to be very hard. And is that worth so is that worth eight million dollars to have on your team? I mean, even when he was playing, like his best point season for Nashville was 18-19, where he had 64 points, 50 assists, 14 goals. That's when Nashville was really freaking good. Yeah, and that's when they were and, thriving. Yeah, and and then they signed him. I think they signed him to that contract there, right? Because there's no way they're signing him to $8 million after a 36-point season. No. that was the year after. As soon as he signs a contract, he's done. He's like, okay, I made my money. I don't have to try. Exactly. I don't know. And I, that's I, a problem, I, I find. I, I don't know if it's true if NHL players do that like where they get paid a lot of money and they don't try as much because they know they're getting their paycheck still I, I i bet that happens and why would you want that stress like why would you want the stress of knowing you're underperforming and getting paid a crap load of money like that would stress me out so bad oh that's a lot like, of pressure like yeah stealing i feel like i'm stealing that's a lot of pressure but I mean, I can imagine some guys are doing it. But, yeah, it, it's just like the players that Matthew Shane and Ryan Johansson were supposed to be, they are not today. Um, Johansson being and a fourth I, I don't overall. know how they get rid of those contracts. No. I don't know how they get rid of those contracts. They'd have to retain cap. I, I, for, for like six years? Oh, my gosh. That's not good. Yeah, I mean, that hurt them. That hurt. I mean, I, I don't know if you try to keep the players and hope they have success later on, but they're just they're only getting older. And they're they're not getting younger. Oh yeah, Yossi's not Yossi's not a prospect anymore. You know, Yossi. Yeah, Yossi's a, a he's a Norris winning defenseman. That's what Yossi he's is. One of the best defenseman in the league, man. He is he's thirty, man. Like we've got we got three more years of peak Yossi, if that. Yeah, for sure. And nah, their window's closed. I'm happy for them that they made the playoffs this year, but it almost would have been better if they tanked. Well, I think. Watch you just jinx it there, and Dallas jumps up. Well. 
I would I wouldn't be too sad. Like <laughs> Dallas is the flukiest team. The flukiest team. How did they make the Stanley Cup Finals? They had no business being in the Cup Finals, man. Hudobin, legend. Hudobin. No business. All right, like Dallas. Like you got to think that 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 whole Jamie Ben things doesn't have that much. You know, doesn't have that 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 much time left. He's a nine million dollar player. Oh, yeah. Sagan, dude, like just. He's good. He, he Sagan Sagan's finally come back. He he's so injury prone. That's the problem with Sagan. But he yeah, he's amazing. It's just he got traded at a young age, which is weird. Peter Shirelli. Pavelski's falling off. Oh, Pavelski's ship's old. always hurt. Godobin's inconsistent. It's uh Klingberg is wish washy, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, that team is so fluky. They well, got Essel and Dell and Heiskanen. Heis- Heiskanen is the one guy I feel like that's their their next franchise player or their next captain. Yeah, he, he's insane. But even you can't you can't rely on one defense. They need offense too. And Bag- Ben and Sagan, they're not going to be there for that much longer. And Sagan's not a prospect anymore either. So no, Sagan's thirty. Like. Around there, yeah, yeah. Is he thirty? Man, time's so. flying. Time is flying for a second. He's twenty nine, <laughs> almost there. But yeah, Jamie Benz—he's uh, thirty for sure. He's over thirty. He's he's thirty one, and yeah, yeah. Those two teams—it's going to be a battle for them. But I think Nashville's going to come up on top of that. Uh, if, uh, yeah, I think so too. And who is Nashville playing tonight? Like, uh, Columbus. I knew. I know Columbus. Columbus. I mean, that should be a win. That should be a win. Columbus this season, this season has been a joke. But I don't know, man. You look at Nashville's lineup, and it's like, is it a win? Are we sure? But I don't know. Saros will bail them out. Exactly. It's like a team that that can re- has to really depend on their goaltending, and that's not a team to win a Stanley Cup. So that's just no. it, it, they're just gonna make the playoffs, maybe go to the first or second round, and then be out. But you never know. It's it's playoff hockey. Anyone can win. But good for them to come back in the season, though. They were doing terrible. No, definitely good for them. Like th- that just shows how good their depth is, right? It's like their, yeah. their scoring is not coming from the top end, right? It's not. They they have a very even distribution of points, man. They've got. How many players here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine players who have at least twenty points in in forty something games, right? So yeah. like, it's just that they, they have the depth. Um, guys like Yarncroc continue to surprise. Granlin's having a, a decent season. Arvidsson's having a down season, but like Yossi and Forsberg, man. Yeah, yeah. Yossi and Forsberg and Saras. That's that's well, yeah, that's where it's gonna come from. Their their top prospects are. Um, yeah, yeah, Askarov is their is their top uh, top prospect, which is their goaltender. Which I feel like they maybe need a forward to be a top prospect, but then it drops down to Philip Tomasino. Like he's good, but is that good for one of your top forward prospects? They need a good pick, man. They do they need, need a, a good pick. pick. I mean, and then David Ferentz. I've heard he's pretty decent. Um, yeah, he's he's played a couple. He's games playing for Boston University. Yeah, and Eli Tovlin. Um, they need more prospects to when for when they need guys for yeah. when. Well, they've been good for so long, right? So yeah, they just you know, haven't had great picks. No, and yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see what happens. We'll see. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, 
I guess we can call it there, eh? We'll call it there. And there's one more thing I want to mention. Um, it, there was news today that um, the New York Rangers fired their GM and president um, today earlier today. No relation to the Tom Wilson statement that they released, but bad timing. Elliot Friedman uh, just stated that New York is disappointed with their um, their play this year. They thought they were going to be an amazing team, which uh, for Shashurkin, I thought he could have had a better season. He was predicted to be the Calder winner, and that didn't end up happening. He had good individual stats, but the team in front of him just didn't do it. They're, they're a progressing team, which I don't really know how much they expected from them. Um, but now Chris Jury is the president and the GM of the team. So I love Chris Jury. I love Chris Jury, too. He's a good guy. We'll see what he does with it. I mean, he's got a very good team. Oh yeah, um, a very, a very, a team with a lot of potential assembled. A lot so, of young players. A lot of young players, yeah, and that's ne- a great, next, great next start. Next year, dude, the Rangers, the Rangers could be nasty next the, year. They're gonna be lethal. They're coming after Tom Wilson's head. <laughs> oh, rest in peace. All right, it's time to end it. Um, yeah, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Fourth Lounge Podcast. I think this is episode seven. Episode uh, we seven. Appreciate all your support. Yeah, we appreciate all the support. Uh, Make sure you guys leave comments. uh, Drop a like if you enjoyed it. Subscribe if you want to hear more. Uh, We'll definitely uh, keep mentioning all the commenters in our our episodes at the beginning. So if you want to get a little shout out, definitely comment. And we will do that. Uh, My name is Bryce and uh, his name is... Jacob. 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 Jacob or Jake? I forget. I go by so many different names, Bryce. But... uh... You can tell the police when I break into your PC. You can you can say a different name, so they just. Oh, he left work. a wrench. I, he he left a wrench. <laughs> he didn't need it. Oh. I guess he didn't need it. You just see the a wrench uh, and screwdriver when I can't get into the PC. You just laying beside it. Uh, yeah, honestly. Oh, he figured it out. That's good. <laughs> smart guy. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for watching, guys. Catch you in the next one. See you guys.